Welcome to the Unlocking Unlimited Potential Stories podcast. My name is Dr. Brandon Beck, and I am so excited for you to be here to join us today. This podcast was originally a live show that was aired across several different social media platforms. The goal of this show is to amplify the stories of amazing people, which serve as inspiration for your journey. Your story matters. It tells us who you are and who you want to be. Enjoy this opportunity to hear from these innovative thought leaders as they discuss what it means to unlock unlimited potential. If you are looking for an opportunity to connect further with me after this show, please visit brandonbeckedu.com to learn more about my speaking, coaching, consulting, and other offerings that are designed to help you and your organization find greater results in your journey. Welcome to the Unlocking Unlimited Potential Stories show. I'm trying this with some music behind me, so I've never done this before. So this is actually pretty cool. But I am super excited to be here with you all today. Dr. K is in the house. Dr. Dan Krinas. How you doing, my brother? I'm great. It's really great to be here uh, after we connected live and in person at the Teach Better conference and, you know, also realized, I think we knew this before going in, but realized it more so than too. We live close to one another and struck up a bit of a uh, friendship after that. So it's really great to chat with you again. Yeah, absolutely, man. We uh, spent some time in Ohio at the Teach Better conference. We, uh, we even shared a car to the uh you know you drove to the to the airport on the way home you offered me a ride thank you so much that was a pretty good time so we had some we had some real you know solid connection time and i'm excited to connect back with you and share your story and obviously it's a story that's pretty amazing but what's even cooler is in addition to you being being currently an instructional coach for digital learning in the state of connecticut you are also the leader of learning podcast host for the past five years and have achieved a pretty big milestone, in my opinion, as a podcaster myself, 100,000 downloads. So we're going to dive into how that all happened. But first, I think we got to dive right into you as the educator. So talk a little bit about uh, your journey into education and then obviously how that led to the podcasting. Yeah, uh, thank you again for having me and uh, the, for the for the kind words there on the milestone. Um, I got started in education in the, it was the 2006-7 school year. Um, and I think also like yourself, got started in the Bronx in New York City schools. And uh, I spent about seven and a half years there between being a classroom ELA teacher at the middle school level and and starting to kind of dipped my toe into the waters of being a, an instructional coach and, and an intervention teacher. And uh, then I actually wanted to try to find an opportunity and work a little closer to home where I lived in Connecticut. So took a job in Derby, Connecticut, which is a tiny little city. Uh, also as a um, 
an interventionist. And then I turned back into an instructional coach. But that time it was a full-time instructional coaching role. Uh, since then, I've kind of come in and out of administrative and and coaching roles. But all the while, since about 2015 or 16 at this point, uh, mostly been in some kind of instructional leadership role. And it was also around that time that when I started to kind of branch out, like grow my own wings and, and fly for the first time as an instructional leader, I also started to get this itch or urge to try and support not just the teachers that I was coaching and working with in my school or in my tiny little district in Derby, Connecticut, um, but to really get connected and, and try and support and inspire educators all over. And so um, in 2016 is when I really started getting connected as an educator, you know, started really utilizing my Twitter account and forming a PLN. And um, 2017 was an amazing year for me. I was named an ASCD emerging leader, got to go to the ISTE conference and, and other educational events uh, to network and, and obviously build my PLN and, and grow myself professionally. And then that's when later that year I started the leader of learning podcast. It was all the way back in 2017. So, um, bringing me all the way up until now. Um, like I said, I've, I've gone in and out of administrative and, and other educational leadership roles, currently an instructional coach for digital learning in Norwalk, Connecticut. And, um, you know, I really do love that aspect of, of my job and what I get to do is supporting teachers, coaching teachers, and really trying to push instruction forward and, and really push that idea of like future ready teaching and learning. That is that's a lot going on. That was all pre, pre pandemic, by the way. Holy cow. That is impressive. That was, uh, and then you rolled into the pandemic and that podcast was there right at the right time. You know, I think a lot of people turned to more listening of podcasts and there are a lot more people out there creating a podcast. I know my podcast was created after the, the pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, it's really amazing to see, you know, you when you create something and, and connect with other people, how you're able to continue to share that connection by sharing ideas, by sharing who you are um, and sharing what you believe in. Um, it's a pretty powerful thing and a pretty powerful tool. And, you know, you talk about a hundred thousand downloads, like that's a huge milestone. That's pretty big, you know, for a, an EDU podcast for sure. And also that's pretty big for, um, you know, some of the bigger podcasts that are out there. So I know a lot of my listeners out there are entrepreneurs, are entrepreneurs. I know that they are people in schools and in classrooms all over the place. I think a lot of them too also love to share their voice and a lot of them also are podcasters. So I think we got to, we got to share a little bit of the secret sauce. So I'd love for you to kind of dive into a little bit over the fat, last five years of podcasting and achieving a hundred thousand downloads. What is the secret sauce? 
Um, you know, I think the secret sauce, you ever see that movie when you just asked me the secret sauce question and it, it reminded me of a movie I haven't seen it forever. I was like a kid when it came out it reminds me of the movie city slickers. And if you ever seen that Billy Crystal stars in it. And, um, one of the characters in the movie says like life is about this one thing. And, but he never really reveals what that one thing is because at the end of the movie or later in the movie, you're supposed to figure out like that one thing is whatever it means to you. Right. So it's a little bit hard to answer that question. Um, just knowing that uh, when when people, um, educators or not, when they look to create content, look to brand themselves, market themselves, like everybody does it for a different reason. But that is the reason, right? So um, my why when I first created my own podcast was I, I was about a year into my doctoral uh, ed education experience at that point. And I knew I was doing a lot of writing, um, getting into my dissertation and I wanted to share content. Like I said before, I wanted to really support and inspire other educators, but I didn't necessarily want to write. And so I went back to, uh, something else that I think I'm pretty good at, which is that I studied broadcast journalism in college and I've done a little bit of, of broadcasting. And so I said, you know, for me, that that's it. That's the way that I want to share content. And that's the way I want to inspire educators. And um, it's since actually spawned into a, a bit of a, um, a budding YouTube channel as well. And believe it or not, I actually hit 100,000 views on YouTube after a couple years uh, that before I did with my podcast even too. But I now have 100,000 views on YouTube, 100,000 downloads on the podcast. And I think it's because... Um, I've been doing it for a while and I've been really consistent with it. That's important too. But um, what kind of grew out of that idea that I want to support and inspire others um, really became the, the mission or the motto of the leader of learning brand, which is helping, uh, helping educators grow their impact as instructional leaders. And even though sometimes I think my podcast may be a little all over the place in terms of the topics that we cover, it's, rooted, it's grounded in that idea of, of leadership. And, and I call it label-less leadership. At the end of every episode of my podcast, I say, no matter who you are or where you are, you can be a leader of learning. And I mean that, like, no matter what your role is in your organization, what title you have, you are able, you should be able to lead others. And certainly that goes for anyone in the field of education. And so that, at the end of the day, is, is why I do what I do when it comes to creating content. You know your why and you're consistent with it. I think, you know, you can't harp on that enough as well. You know, the cons the consistency. Um, people are predictable in that sense of, you know, they're habitual, I'll say. You know, I want my podcast on my way to work. I want to feed my mind for that trip, however long that's going to be. Or I'm, you know, taking a, a walk with the dog or a hike in the woods or whatever that may be, or you're at the gym on the treadmill or just at the gym, um, whatever that may be, I think there's that consistency that's the most important that separates all of it from it all, from anything else, right? That separates the the bigger following from the less is that consistency. And it takes time. You know, honestly, I think a lot of I think there are a lot of people out there that are very fortunate um, that maybe struck it with something viral. I mean, I've had them on my show, Trevor Moore. He's he'll talk about it all the time. You know, he had almost a million 
views on a video that he posted. Um, and it led to a whole change in his entire career. Um, you know, so it's interesting how the, the space has changed in the past five to 10 years. I just wanted um, to, if well. I could, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Um, I just heard someone say this the other day and I wish I remember where I want to say it was some kind of documentary or something that I saw on TV, but there was a, some kind of content creator and it might've even been a celebrity who talked about that idea. Oh, you, you know who it was? I don't know her name. I wish I did. I, I'll, we'll try and find it after the fact so we can credit the source. But I, I started watching and I think I even subscribed to a new YouTube channel and it's this woman who did kind of go viral and, and she got, like you said about Trevor, uh, over a million views on a couple of her YouTube videos. And I said, Oh, let me, let me check it out. What is she? And she shares a lot about how to become a better content creator. But she actually said that she, if she could go back, she wishes that she didn't become that successful and get that many views and subscribers virally. Um, I think that's a word, I, but she, she kind of wishes she actually did do it by being consistent and just kind of grinding it out uh, and, and more organically growing a following. Yeah. Because I think if I remember correctly, the, the video and, and her explanation of that had to do a lot with the pressure that comes with the idea of, of keeping up that kind of pace and, and reputation. And so I think, um, it's a little bit of the opposite effect of, of really being consistent to your point. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I guess totally. it's sort of a cautionary tale of why it's um, potentially kind of dangerous to go viral and build a following or get lucky. I think you said like if you um, in the right place at the right time, but it just kind of happens and you're not prepared for it, then it, it could be, um, it could really throw you off, you know? And, and I don't know that from experience. I've never really had, a huge, huge viral podcast episode or, or YouTube uh, video, yeah. but I've had some that have been really successful, obviously. And, and I think that's a more comfortable way to go for me. And I think it's also interesting to realize, and this is to all of you out there who are listening right now is a lot of times you don't even know who's listening because you, unless you reach out and tell me you listened or unless you share with me something on social media that you like this show or you thought this thing, like, I don't know if you're taking it all in. So I love it when you have the opportunity where a, someone reaches out to you. So, you know, and, and what's crazy about that is, is it goes to all levels. So, you know, you reach out to me, I'm going to be excited, but like you reach out to Ed Milet or Jay Shetty or some of these people that are out there and just, you should share the love and the appreciation for those people because the work that they've done to get to those levels to have such successful, you know, podcasts, Amy Porterfield, uh, Gabby Bernstein, you know, so many more, just the level that they've gotten, the amount of work that they put in and the, it's, it's incredible. And, you know, it's just that consistency and that length of time, the longer you're at it, you know, and if, if that's what you want, I mean, I'm hoping that, everybody who's creating podcasts is doing it for the right reasons, which is to share, you know, great people, which is the purpose of this podcast is share great people, share the stories, the amazing stories, whoever they are out there. And, and hopefully people are walking away. So moral of the story, Dan is share, share that content, stay consistent. Right. And you're connected to your why, which is most important. So the abundance mentality is, uh, 
is very important. And actually, really quick story. You talked about like you never know when when uh, people are listening and, and consuming your content. Uh, I remember at this point very vividly that it was episode 69 of the Leader of Learning podcast that I did a solo episode about um, how to about understanding resistance to change and dealing with other educators, teachers who are resistant or reluctant to want to change things in their own practice. And the reason I remember that and, and know exactly which episode that was is because I used some of the research. I talked about some of the research I did in my dissertation uh, and the main uh, researcher who I cited throughout my dissertation with that research on resistance to change, uh, his name is Dr. Snyder. And uh, he reached out to me. He emailed me to tell me that he was doing some kind of Google search. He came across my show, listened to it, realized that I gave him a lot of credit and honored his work and his research. And he was absolutely you know, overjoyed by it and wanted to reach out to me and let me know. And it's a it's been a great honor that I've kind of carried with me now over the last few years to know that, um, you know, he's no like celebrity or anything, but for me, he meant a lot in terms of the wor my work uh, for my, my own research and, um, and his research and work was a big part of that. So it was really cool, you know, that he reached out like that. And uh, just to know that he was listening was awesome, but to, to give me the kind of kudos that he gave me for honoring his work. I was like, Oh, that, that's awesome. I th believe I still have that email still somewhere. That's awesome. It's yeah. such a big space. You know, we were talking about that a little bit on the pre-show. It's such a big space. We all have our people that we're connected. We all have our circles. We all have connections on our circles um, everywhere in so many different ways through so many different years. And it's really, really interesting to to see how that there are so many people around you that will be available to empower you along with your empowerment of them, which I think is, is important when there are good people in the same space and we're all kind of working together. That's a pretty transformative environment for, from a leadership perspective as well. So when you, when you talk a little bit about leader of learning, right? Your podcast leader of learning and the idea behind it. So what's kind of, what are the listeners? What, what are your, what's your audience like? Yeah. I mean, um, you know, I think that because like I said before, we're, we're a little bit all over the place in terms of topics, it, it can appeal to anyone, especially in the field of education. Um, but anyone who, who, um, wants to, or, or thinks that they feel empowered as a leader and, um, you know, I, I think that what we do is, is, and I say we, I mean me and, and my guests on the podcast and anyone who has ever contributed to the, to the content that I'm sharing, just really try and inspire others to realize their, <laughs> their potential, um, to realize, you know, what impact they can on an individual level make in whatever role they have. Like I said before, that labelless leadership. And, um, you know, my hope in every episode is that we, we are inspiring others. And uh, obviously, uh, at this point, it's pretty safe to say after 100,000 plus downloads that, um, you know, it really does seem to resonate. Yeah, that is, that is definitely for sure. And I think the reason I bring that up is because it's always important to for people when you're creating podcasts is to be clear 
about who your listener is and, and who you're speaking to. I think that's also an important tip as well for, for podcasters out there. That's four. I think we've given away so far. I think we got to give a fifth tip. So I'm going to give you this one. So I think I'm going to go with um, something that we talked about just before hitting record here. Uh, you know, if you're going to start a podcast or create content and really put yourself out there in terms of uh, sharing with others, coaching others, supporting others, inspiring others, I, I really do think that, and, I, and this is going to sound weird maybe when I, when I say it and how it comes out, but you have to be your, your number one fan because I, I feel, you know, just to explain that a little bit, I feel like um, you need to enjoy and appreciate your content first and foremost. Uh, you know, Brandon, I know you just mentioned like you have to know who's out there listening to or watching your content and stuff. And I agree with that. I'm not taking anything away from that. But if you don't enjoy it and it doesn't really get you going and you're not passionate and enthusiastic about it yourself, um, that consistency we talked about is not going to be there. You're going to get started and then you're going to burn out or you're just going to get bored with it. So um, I, I've told people throughout the years since I've been podcasting that I'm my number one fan. And it's not because I'm, I, I'm super narcissistic or uh, conceited or anything. I just I speak to guests and I create content that I really enjoy and that I'm interested in. And uh, again, if anyone listens, that's that's awesome. That's like a bonus. But that 100,000 times it's been listened to uh, over five and a half years, five plus years, it really means a lot because I know I enjoy it and I'm just super, super grateful and humbled by the fact that anyone else enjoys it and is enthusiastic as I am about it. Dude. <laughs> I'm just writing some incredible, credible notes right now. This is, uh, this is excellent. This is really great stuff. Um, that's it right there. Five tips, man. Five podcasting secrets right there. And I got them. I got them all right here. And in no particular order, by the way, um, I think is we're going to start here with know your why. Then we're going to talk. We were talking a bit about consistency being consistent with that message number three know your audience know what your audience is out there who they are what they're doing number four be clear in your topic in your topic the selection of guests how you're going to do it as well we talk about that and i think number five like the the most important thing is be your number one fan I think that is, I think right there as well, being your number one fan, we also talked about creating that organic following too. So there's a bonus there for everybody as well. So, you know, one thing, you know, this is pretty incre incredible that you have taken yourself and it takes time to, to record these podcasts and do all of this and to put it up and to create marketing materials. So you dedicate a lot of time to it as well. But, and I know in your work, so we're going to talk a little bit about your dedication. So one thing we do on this show is we un we we dedicate each show to someone who's out there unlocking unlimited potential and all whom they serve. So who do you got? Who's gotten you? Who's who plays a part in that in your journey here? You know, breaking the third wall or fourth wall, whatever that's called, for a second. I, I want to just let the listeners know. You know, Brandon did uh, ask me this, or at least asked me to think about this question uh, before we hit record and. Um, 
for a while I was thinking, oh, it's got to be an educator, like a teacher that I had growing up or something like that. But um, it probably took me maybe a little too long to get back to this person. But I do want to dedicate um, my time on this show to him and honor his memory because uh, the world just lost uh, a family friend. Um, it's a, the, fa the father of uh, someone who I knew, who I've known since high school, went to college with her. She was in our wedding party as one of my wife's uh, bridesmaids, just lost her father. Dr. Scott Sakamano uh, was a, an amazing man. Uh, he wasn't an educator for much of his career. He was actually a nurse, but he became a college professor and a professor of nursing. And after receiving his doctorate degree, put out a lot of research and, and con contributions to the field of nursing. And um, aside from that, the reason that I want to dedicate this to him since we just lost him a, a few weeks ago is that he and his wife, Doreen, uh, who's also a uh, college professor and, and holds a doctorate degree and, and has been a K-12 educator for most of her career, um, they're actually some of the they were some of the most inspirational people to me when I made the decision to get back into and, and to jump into the field of education. And so um, I may not be sitting here if it actually wasn't for them. And so that we just lost Scott recently and he did turn into a pretty darn great uh, educator and college professor himself in that higher education space. Um, you know, we're going to miss him a lot. And, and so he definitely unlocked unlimited potential in a lot of his students uh, as as a nursing professor. But again, he was very in inspirational to me, too, in terms of me getting into education and, and um, in some ways being the educator that I am. So dedicated to him. Shout out to him and his family. Uh, we've like I said, we've known them since uh, probably middle school. Even um, he's got. Uh, he had two daughters and we were like in, in marching band together in middle school and high school. That's how far back we go. So, wow. That's shout it. out, shout out. What a story though. I mean, to go from nurse to not technically being in education, to being in education, to professor, to doctorate, it's uh, and then to sharing in the field, just perfect example. Rest in peace, my brother. Oh, so that sounds like an amazing man. So I appreciate you for bringing that up and bringing that to the show. Um, you know, there's so many people out there in our journeys that along the way that we've lost that have played such amazing roles in our careers of educators. I mean, I'm so, something that we talk about a lot. Um, but thank you for bringing that to the table. You know, that's another reason probably behind everybody's why as well as people like that, as well as you know, just good, amazing people who support us in our journey. We need all those people. So if you're out there and you're wondering what you can do to be a better person is support someone in their journey, be positive, be helpful, share, share this podcast. How about that? Share this podcast with somebody. Who's that person out there, you know, that, you know, needs to start that podcast that they've been talking about doing or someone, you know, that would be a good one. Hey, share this, like it, subscribe it, and also check out the leader of learning as well here so dan before you go i have to ask you one more question i ask everybody on the show this question so you have to finish my sentence not actually a question it's a statement unlocking unlimited potential means to me it simply means bringing out the best in others you know unlocking unlimited potential just just because potential is the, the level of potential is going to vary person to person doesn't matter how much 
but just anytime you can bring out the best in someone to me, that's unlocking unlimited potential right there. Well said. And we've talked about how to unlock your unlimited potential by sharing quality content and sharing podcasts and sharing what you're passionate about. It may not be a podcast, whether it's writing, whatever it is, all the tips we've given you here, all the tips we've talked about these five tips and plus the one bonus as we've talked about just how to create quality content. And we hope that you'll continue to, to, to share because, and if you do create quality content, share it with both of us because we're looking to, to find more and see more that's out there. So we'll be your number two and three fan. Yes. Number two and three. I like that. That was a perfect, perfect play play on words. I love it. So I appreciate you for joining me. So what's up next for you? What's going on? What do you got going on? I got to just keep the ball rolling and, and keep up with the momentum of, of reaching those milestones on, on YouTube and, uh, and the pot and with the podcast, I, I would like to, um, believe it or not, I'd like to actually create a little bit more content. I fairly recently launched an online course academy. Uh, it's, I basically call it the leader of learning academy. You can find it at leaderoflearning.com slash courses. And, um, I, I've started right now with a free course on how to build trust as a leader, and, and I'm going to work my way into more leadership topics, and I'd like to even do some courses on uh, some educational technologies. And so I, I think outside of what I've been doing, like you said, consistently uh, for five years-ish, um, dabbling in the, the space of creating some online content and, and digital content that will not only... Um, maybe you know help me monetize a little bit more and become a little bit more of a side hustle but again continue to just uh, support and inspire other educators out there oh i love it and this was an inspiring episode i'm excited to share it with you all and don't forget for those of you that are out there if you haven't signed up for the something for you newsletter from brandonbeckedu.com what are you waiting for it's free help me out check it out Go to my website, sign up, free helpful tips and resources on the 1st and 15th of every month. Tips to help you design and unlocking unlimited potential experiences for yourself and others. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. And also find out Dan's podcast here. You know it, The Leader of Learning. And also check it out. All the show, all the links and everything will be in the show notes. Dan, I appreciate you for joining me. Thank you so much. This was awesome. I'm, I'm hoping everybody else gained as much as I did from this. I got the five right here. I'm going to say it one more time. Know your why. Think about your audience. Pay attention to the topics. Show that consistency. Be your number one fan. And the bonus, create an organic following. That organic following includes you. Get people to follow you for you and be you. And I think that that is the icing on the cake, my man. Such a great podcast. Thank you for that. I love it. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate it. I appreciate it. And for all of you out there, all of the educators, everybody that is out there that is doing all they can to help others and guide others and everything and just be a good person. I'm hoping that you remember that the journey towards unlocking a limited potential, it begins with you. Continue to educate with passion and purpose. Take care, everybody.